Um, we're going to be joined by three um, local insiders, draft insiders that we have found throughout our lifetime. Uh, Dan will be joining us first, and then Luke, and then Troy. Troy the acquaintance. Uh, yeah, Troy's the acquaintance of, of the group. Uh, we're just going to run run through the mock draft, see who we're feeling, say we're not feeling. Um, you know, if anybody has anything crazy on their mock draft way, we'll cover that. And we'll try to get these guys to cover what their favorite team, what they hope their favorite team does, I guess, um, if that differs from their mock draft. Um, if if everything goes smooth, we can, I, or I will put this up, put everybody's mock draft up on uh, on Twitter probably. Um, you can find us on Twitter at, at C879pod. So follow us, retweet our stuff. Should be some good stuff coming up. All right, we're going to kick things off here with T's mock draft. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I, just, I was first going to say that all, all five of our mock drafts, well, Troy didn't do one. He's kind of going to wing it. But everybody's mock draft has Miles Garrett going first to the Browns and Solomon Thomas going second to the 49ers. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was a little bit interesting also to see the different spellings of the name for Solomon. <laughs> Some of them have S-O-L-O-M-O-N. Some of them are S-O-L-O-M-A-N. So, you know, we had a couple variations. We obviously didn't, uh, that's all right. <laughs> didn't do our homework well enough. <clears throat> i got to keep it interesting. Yeah, that's for sure. So, I, so I'll just start with number three then for the Bears. I have them taking more Sean Lattimore. Um, you know, I think that the Bears can use a lot of help you know, all over the place, but Lattimore was at Ohio State. They probably had a good look at him. You know, Chicago and Ohio State aren't too far away from each other. Um, so I think that the Bears are going to go there. Um, I know that they would probably prefer a quarterback, but I just don't see the Bears, you know, taking a quarterback in that position. Um, at number four, I actually have the Browns trading up with Jacksonville, and I think that they're going to take – Trubisky so Browns are gonna have I see the Browns having picks one and four and like Vince said uh Miles Garrett number one um I think he's the lock there and then Trubisky at number four uh the Browns could surprise us a little bit and pick Trubisky first if they can't get a trading partner but I just I don't know I don't see them going down that route Uh, yeah they have a they have a lot of flexibility there with they could take either guy at one, and then they have enough ammunition to trade back up really anywhere ahead of any of the other teams that need a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, I just made a made a note that you had the, you had the Browns trading back up, and then you had um, the Jets taking Watson early on too. Yeah, I have. Yeah, so then I have at six. Well, at the five, I had Derek Barnett. You know, he's out of Tennessee. I think he's a good fit for the Titans. And then um, Watson, I have them going to the Jets. I, it's They're probably a little bit stung by the Geno Smith thing, but, you know, Deshaun Watson had a lot of hype at the end of last year, and he sort of maintained that through this year. And, I mean, he hasn't done anything to prove that he can't be or shouldn't even be the top quarterback. I know I have Trubisky ahead of him, but, you know, Deshaun Watson kind of has those tools that you could see, <clears throat> you know, progressing into the NFL very well. I don't, you know, just in full disclosure, 
I don't really like any of these top quarterbacks. I think that they're all going to be busts. Uh, Vince, as you know, my favorite quarterback <laughs> in this draft is Brad Kaya. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so he did, last year everybody was hyped about him. He went back to school, and then all of a sudden, you know, he didn't have the best year ever for Miami, but I, I didn't think he did anything to – you know, move him like I think he's like sixth now on some of the people's you know top quarterbacks list. Yeah, so. he's not, he didn't, didn't make any of our our first round mocks. That's for sure. No, I almost um, put him. Yeah, I almost put him down at twenty five with the Texans, but I I didn't. So I'm a little bit regretting that. But I don't think O'Brien's taken. Kaya. Uh, too much of a yeah, too much of a project for O'Brien. As far as the. Your Jets pick. I hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen because they got my boy Hackenberg there. So hopefully they roll with him. Um, just going down the rest of your your talks, whatever here. You got anything else you want to hit on? Oh, not really. I had anybody you're a big fan of? Oh well, I'll, I guess I'll just talk about the Eagles for a second because that's my that's my team. Oh yeah, yeah. You got an Eagles fan on <clears throat> answer, so you could go. So, so I have them picking John Ross. I, they need a slot guy. With they added um, Tory Smith in the off season, um, <clears throat> so they need a slot guy to go with Tory Smith and Alshon Jeffrey. And I think the perfect fit there to sort of round out their team is to get John Ross from Washington. Um, I know a lot of people have, you know, McCaffrey going there. I just I don't see that happening. I know he's a good player, and he went to Stanford and, and everything, but <clears throat> he, he to me, doesn't – I don't know if he's going to fit well in the NFL or not. So I hope the Eagles take John Ross. That's what I have the Eagles mocked at taking John Ross. So, <clears throat> you know, I hope they I hope they go with that pick over – you know, if, if Jamal Adams, though, falls to them, I have him going 10th to the Bills. I would rather have Jamal Adams than John Ross, but – if the way it shakes out that I have on my mock, I don't see that happening. So I hope John Ross is the first wide receiver off the board, and he's going to Philly. Yeah, John. So you just you think they needed more ammunition for the the young quarterback down there? Yeah, Wentz. So yeah, Wentz. <clears throat> oh, they got a uh, they got my boy McGloin too to back up Wentz. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> Wentz. Wentz, Wentz don't get hurt. Ice. Don't get hurt, Wentz. We don't want McGloin. Yeah, yeah, you're you're fine. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit on the, off the air here. I, I'm probably going to bring it up with everybody. It's kind of my wild card of of my mock draft. I didn't know where the heck to put him. I mean, I didn't know if I should put him in the in the teens or even out of the first round. And that is Jabril Peppers, which you have going 28 to the Cowboys. He's just a he's just such a an uh, an appealing player. I mean in so many ways appealing that he doesn't have a position but he can he's so talented at, at safety and some people had him at a linebacker or cover corner i mean there's so much you can do with them but that's almost a bad thing in his case yeah it's those i mean he's the, he's definitely a talented player but like you said the and when you don't have a position it's it's kind of easy for a team to say well if he's if there's a better cornerback out there and we could and we would pick him to play cornerback, they're going to pick that better cornerback and and sort of skip over him because that cornerback's been playing there, you know, for the last couple of years in college at least and, you know, Peppers has been moved like you said moved around all over the place. Um but when he was at the combine, 
he worked with the linebackers, I think. So, <clears throat> and he's coming yeah, out as know, a safety. Was... So it was a little bit weird that he worked out with that position group and he's coming out as a safety. And then when you read some of his stats, like he only had one interception in his career with the Wolverines. But that doesn't really say much because he was all over, you know, he's he was yeah, he where played, he was on the field. So. I mean, he just played everything. <clears throat> yeah, it's a strange, strange player. And I'm, I'm hoping to bring him up with everybody here because that's kind of that was like I said, kind of my wild card. Of I will say one thing though, if he if he drops to Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh will take him, and I think oh, yeah, he'll yeah. I think he'll take him because they're searching they've been searching for that Palomalu, you know, fill in for however many years now, probably three or four, and he sort of fits that billing of, you know what Paul Amalu was where he would come up to the line and he would blitz on a play or he'd back off and be in coverage. I mean, he's one of those guys that you put all over the field and he kind of did whatever he wanted to. And Peppers could really kind of play that role, that same sort of style. So if he falls to the Steelers, I think the Steelers take him. Yeah, you're right. That's kind of the same similar type of player. It's almost like a situation like, you know, if the Patriots are feeling frisky and trade up for one of the versatile guys that they, they really like in their defense, too. Yeah, that would be an interesting fit. Yeah. So, you never know. I mean, he's, like I said, he's the wild card of the draft. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of, uh, I don't know, he's kind of a freak athlete. Is that Obi Malafonu, uh, the safety out of Connecticut, you know, he's very athletic. I think he had like a, f- I think he had like a, 44 inch vertical or something at the combine so he's always an interesting player that you know the old old time raiders you know he'd be a oh, top yeah, pick yeah, for them <clears throat> yeah i see you got him on the raiders there do you have any surprises or anything um that you can think of off the top of your head right no thanks so. i mean i just have the browns trading up ahead of the the team who would probably take who would maybe take another quarterback which would be the jets um Nothing really crazy happening. Um, I got Deshaun Watson going 25 to the Texans. That's kind of—I don't know. I—I had to. I feel like he's the first-round talent, but I—I I feel like that's just where I had to put him in at some point. Yeah, I hear you. I—I I mean, I just put him. For me, I just felt like, you know, it's no secret that the Jets are kind of a poorly run franchise, so. <laughs> I just I felt like and you and you know this and and Luke when he's on later he'll know this because we talked about it yesterday off the air. I actually had the Bills and the, and the Jets both taking Deshaun Watson um, <laughs> for the same reason because I, I just think that they're both you know poorly run franchises and that's the kind of sort of and I don't want to call it a mistake because like I said Deshaun Watson he was the best quarterback at the end of last year. He kind of played his way through this year and ended up, you know, in my opinion, was probably the best quarterback again this year. So it's not like it would be a total mistake, but, you know, the teams like the Jets and the Bills have so many other areas, especially the Bills where Tyrod Taylor can still fill, you know, still play for a couple more years at least. So it would be a mistake for them to sort of take Watson, <clears throat> even, if they, even if he falls to 10. Yeah, um, I know I have the both taking a wide receiver, which is uh, would be a compliment to Sammy Watkins. If Watkins can never get through a year healthy. Yeah, that's true. 
he needs to visit that. Uh, oh, you got him with the Mike Williams too, so you get them both Clemson guys. Oh yeah, they love the Clemson guys up there. They had Spiller back in the day. And... Oh yeah, I forgot about Spiller. Yeah, he was a yeah. he was a Clemson track star too. I think wasn't he? This uh, Mitch Trubisky character. I don't know much about him, um, <clears throat> but it says uh, I'm reading ESPN's thing here and. He will, it says he will almost certainly be a first-round pick, and many believe he will go in the upper third of the opening round. He has big-time potential, but started only one season for the Tar Heels, <clears throat> and will need more time to develop. And he's likely than he's likely to be afforded. He doesn't always feel the rush, and that will lead to mistakes in the NFL. I mean, after reading that, it's just like uh, he's got to go to a place that can handle him being, you know, not the starter on day one, and unfortunately it just doesn't feel like that happens anymore. You know, if you're picked if you're picked in the top 12, you're a starter. I mean, that's unless you're, what, Jared Goff last year who didn't start, couldn't even beat out uh, what's-his-face in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, I don't even know. I can't even, I don't even know his name. Was it like Shane Mannion or I don't even know. I don't know. That's how that's how good he was. You don't even know his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like if you're going to take a quarterback, at, you know, in the at least in the first half of the first round, and, well, really, it doesn't even matter quarterback. Any any position, really, he should be an immediate impact on your team. So yeah. it's kind of it's kind of um, kind of messed up that you know quarterbacks valued so high when you're taking somebody they have to be an impact player day one and you can't have if you're picking a quarterback it's one thing if you're you know if you're the patriots and you're picking a quarterback and he's going to sit behind brady or if you're uh, you know the falcons and they're going to sit behind matt ryan for a couple years that's one thing or even the steelers with big ben if you're going to sit him behind big ben for a couple years who contemplated retirement this year that's one thing, but when you're these teams who are the Browns and the 49ers and, you know, you're going to take a quarterback, he's got to start day one. He's got to be – he's got to make an impact. And a lot of these guys, I just – especially this class, I don't see them making an impact on day one. Yeah, I don't think any of these guys in this draft will be that immediate impact. Doing all right over there, Luke? Yeah, I'm doing well. You hear me all right? Oh yeah. oh yeah, we're clear just like on the on the test run. Okay. Um, I got your mock draft here. Okay. Um, like I, like we were talking about earlier, all all everybody's mock draft has uh, Garrett and Solomon Thomas going one two, and then uh, you have um, the Browns coming back up for Trubisky. Yep. I got the Browns going back up to six with the trade with the Jets. Uh, uh, they're high on Trubisky, so I feel like they can get a decent price with the Jets because the Jets are looking to trade out. I feel like the Jets are with Hackenberg. They're going to take him. Right. They're going to have him start. So I think they're all in with him. So I feel like they can trade up with the, with the first rounder next year or trade up their second, another second rounder this year to move up for that. You were saying uh, uh, McCaffrey you have up, up there too. Yeah, I feel like he's probably the best overall back in the draft behind Fournette. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, and I feel like he'd be 
hell of an asset with uh, Cam Newton there. Um, I know the the conversation is um, like pretty much who would who would uh, Carolina rather have Fournette or McCaffrey? Fournette kind of plays into their you know ground and pound hard nosed style, but McCaffrey's kind of the the change up. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's kind of a, a battle of schemes there, but I think I think either would be a good fit, honestly. I think I have uh, Fournette going there, but it's yeah. just, that's pretty much a coin toss. Yeah, I got Vince. Fournette off the board at four, so. Yeah, Vince has McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Actually, Luke, Dan, Oh, yeah, I do. I do have McCaffrey. I do have McCaffrey going. You guys all have McCaffrey going. I'm the only one who has uh, Fournette going to the Panthers. Okay. <clears throat> and then you got your your hometown Bills taking Mike Williams, so I also have. Yeah, they def- definitely need to take a wide receiver because after Sammy Watkins, there's nobody on that roster. We got Andre Holmes, Jeremy Butler, and Colby Listenby, and it's just a mess if Sammy Watkins gets hurt. Tyrod's going to be desperate. Uh, you got Charles Clay on the inside, so that should be a decent passing attack with a top 10 rushing offense too I feel like I'm either going to be the smartest one or the dumbest one because all Luke, Luke Dan and Vince have Mike Williams in that spot I have the Bills taking a defensive back so <laughs> yeah they, they need a defensive back um, they lost Aaron Williams and uh, Gilmore went to the Patriots but they signed Michael Hyde to replace Aaron Williams so but any of them defensive backs would be great there too but a wide receiver is a necessary pick in the first or second round for sure uh yeah so you i mean obviously you're a bills fan so you think after they target mike williams and one they'll go defensive back with their next pick probably yeah i think so most likely or that's, what, that's what you would like to see them do anyway yeah they definitely have to go defense def- defensive back or even a linebacker but they're pretty set at linebacker they got Alexander and Reggie Raglan and Zach Brown, so that'd be a solid core there. But it'd be nice to have a little depth there too. They might get a chance to get Conley. Yeah, hopefully. <clears throat> See how many teams stay away from him. I have Conley actually going to the Chiefs. I don't think it's gonna be like I think it'll hurt his stock a little bit, but I don't I don't see him getting into the second round. I think too many teams are gonna look at the board and say, wow, he's still a really good cornerback and, you know, there's nothing, you know, he's never charged with anything. So yeah. at this point, at this point, it's just bad PR. It's, you know, more so than anything else. So I yeah. think Conley's going to get picked, but there's definitely a chance where he could reach, you know, go back into the second round and the Bills have one of the top picks in the second round. So Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, because I have Conley going 25 to Houston because they lost – uh I can't think of his name to Jacksonville. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't think of the guy's name that went to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah I know you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, the other the other person we were talking about, I'd be interested to hear your opinion on uh, Drew Burrow Peppers. Drew Burrow Peppers. Uh, I have him going to Dallas at 28 because Jerry Jones likes players like that who are just superstars in college, but not not pan out and. The NFL, but uh, I feel like he could. He'll be a. He'll be a 
good defensive player, I feel like, but just figuring out what position works best for him, either linebacker or safety. I feel like he might make a better linebacker than a safety, but who knows yeah, what to see. A, his size is just, I don't know if he could... He needs to focus you know, on the one position instead of trying to do both. Yeah, that's a good point. That'd be the best, probably his best, uh, best chance of success is to focus on one. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, I mean, his frame's nice, but he's not, like, big enough to handle linebacker. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, I think, I think his best place, I have him also going to, um, <clears throat> I have him also going to the Cowboys, but for for same reasons Luke does, but I think he's his best spot in the NFL. Like I was telling Vince earlier, is with the Steelers, and having them run him like the Paul Amalu type, where he can come up to the line, he can blitz one play, next play he can come up to the line and then drop back in coverage. They've been searching for somebody to fill that Paul Amalu role, and that's kind of what Pepper's game is going to have to like if he's going to be successful in the NFL. That's the kind of position that he's going to have to play almost like, you know, they have the offensive weapon spotted on the offense. He's going to have to almost be a defensive weapon spot where he comes in and, you know, comes right up to the line and jumps over the line and tackles the quarterback or drops back. I mean, that's his if I think if he's going to have success in the NFL, that's the kind of role he's going to have to play and like I said if the Cowboys don't take him, I think the Steelers will. And I think he's pro- that's probably the best fit for him. I just don't think that he's going to get that low. I mean, they pick 30th, so they would have to make a move, and usually the Steelers aren't, you know, they, they don't make moves. So <clears throat> I don't see him falling there. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I can see him being a good fit there too. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. He'd be a – that's what we were talking about before. I mean, uh, he'd be a good fit if he could play at safety, but – play more of a hybrid like that Paul Amal position. Um, just another something to hit on at the end of your draft. You have Joe Mixon 29 to the Packers, and I believe yeah. that's the only mock draft he made. Um, yeah. I mean, his talent his talent definitely has him there, but um, obviously with all the off-the-field stuff he's run into at Oklahoma. I think he, he learned from it and everything, and I feel like the Packers would be a great organization because they're like a disciplined organization. And he'll fit in with Aaron Rodgers under his leadership and everything. So, but I mean, you put Aaron Rodgers with Joe Mixon and the talent transfers into the NFL. I mean, that's an offense you gotta watch out for. Um, who else do they have in the backfield? Any? Do they even have anybody? Worth uh, Lacey is Lacey went to the Seahawks. And oh yeah, that's right. Other than that, it'd be Ty Montgomery still. I mean, he's, he's, I don't think he can carry the load. He's more of a wide receiver frame, but he could be like a third down guy maybe still. Or, but other than that, yeah, they definitely need a running back. That's a good point. Nobody else has been picking a running back, so yeah. that could, could be a, C, a eyesight into the future for us. Cause, I mean, um, uh, they they need a running back because they haven't had a solid run game in the last two years, and I feel like it affected Rodgers. Even though Rodgers tore it up last year, but I feel like a stronger running game could help him open up more windows down the field. Yeah, that's for sure. Lacey kind of, I don't know what the heck happened to him. Yeah, he didn't, didn't, didn't pan out. He eats too much food. That's his problem. 
Uh, yeah, that's wrong that. problem. Yeah. <laughs> I did. See, I did find it interesting that we both have Deshaun Watson going to the Jets. I mean, different scenarios, obviously, because you have the trade. Yeah. You have the I, Jets trading down and then getting him at twelve. I have them just staying in their spot and picking him at six. <clears throat> do you Do you have any reasons behind the Jets? I told I I said earlier that I feel like the Jets are going to take him there because. They're a poorly run franchise, and it's and it's not because Deshaun Watson isn't a good player or anything. It's just because I feel like they have other needs, right. and Deshaun Deshaun Watson doesn't really fit their need. I mean, a quarterback is definitely a need, but <clears throat> they have other. There's other talented players, and like me and Vince were talking earlier, if you're picking somebody even in the first round, let alone the top third or half. You need somebody to step in and be an impact player right away. And I just don't know if quarterbacks can do that anymore. And and I said the same thing about Trubisky, who I have the Browns taking at four with the trade with the Jags. And I said that about Watson. I said that about every quarterback in this draft. I don't see one that's going to step in day one and be an impact player. It just it yeah. doesn't feel like it happens anymore. Yeah, that's I totally agree with that because I don't think they're – could either step in and win games like some people have in the past, but I feel like the Jets, like you said, they're not a great Rand franchise, so they'll try to start out Hackenberg this year and hopefully develop Watson. Maybe mm-hmm. let him sit for half the season and see what happens with Hackenberg or just let Hackenberg go through the season and see what he can do. I feel like he'll have a decent year, but they're still going to maybe win two to four games, but even if they don't take Watson this year or quarterback in the first round, definitely watch out next year for uh, Josh Allen out of Wyoming. I heard he's pretty good. Could be a beast in the NFL. Damn, Luke's bringing in insight yeah, into next in year. 2018 pick for us. We have to, <laughs> I'll have to write that one down. <laughs> yeah. And Everybody uh, make note of that. And another thing on my draft, I got Derek Barnett going to the Saints at 11. And Barnett's out of Tennessee. He was one of the top GNs in the SEC. I feel like he'll be one of the best players out of this draft. And he'll still be in the league about 8 to 10 years from now and make a few Pro Bowls. I feel like he's on the same level as Miles Garrett. I have him going number 5 to Tennessee. And I think it's an I think it's just a natural fit. I mean, I know teams don't do this intentionally, but he's from he went to Tennessee and okay. Tennessee Titans are picking at that spot and they there's always a need for a pass rusher. Yeah. So I feel like he's going there. I know you have Lattimore going there. I actually have uh Lattimore going third, so I guess technically I couldn't have Lattimore going to mm-hmm. the Titans because um, he's picked already, but <clears throat> is there any reason why Lattimore is a better fit for Tennessee, or is it just because he's a better player? I mean, I just feel like they need a shutdown corner after they lost. They lost McCourty, so they need someone to come replace him and get a lockdown corner. I mean, that division, they have some decent wide receivers in that division with DeAndre Hopkins and T.Y. and Allen Robinson, PSU represent. And uh, I feel like they need a good shutdown corner. I mean, they got a decent pass rusher in Brian Arakpo. Mm-hmm. I guess he's getting up there in age, so I could see a DN going there as well. 
one thing I noticed on uh, all of our mocks is everybody has a running back going to Tampa Bay, and three of you guys, again, all three have Dalvin Cook. I actually have McCaffrey going there. So I find, I find that interesting. I just have, well, in my defense, I have Dalvin Cook going to the Redskins. So, okay. I mean, the Buccaneers couldn't really take him because he'd already be off the board. But I thought that was interesting that you guys have all the same. You, know, you guys have Dalvin Cook going to Tampa. Is that just like a like? A, is that the same thing I was saying? You know, Tennessee Titans they would take Barnett. Is that why you think Dalvin Cook, Florida Buccaneers? I mean, he went to Florida State, obviously, but <clears throat> or is that just the right fit, regardless of where he went? Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like that's part of it. Being the hometown guy, I'd be great for Tampa to get that and uh, I feel like he would be a good fit with them because he can he's a downhill runner and he can catch catch the ball at the backfield I mean I feel like Doug Martin was only just a downhill runner he wasn't that versatile and that's why they brought in Chris or Charles Sims on third down a lot to catch balls out of the backfield but not get a, a every every down back with Dalvin Cook which it could fit in the offense a lot better than maybe Doug Martin would have Yeah, I think um, just from my position, the mindset I was up, I was up of when I was making that pick, um, it just seems like seems like a Tampa Bay kind of player. They got um, Winston, you know, um, throwing the ball to Mike Williams. They probably could use another. I don't did they? I don't know if they signed anybody, but, but they probably could use a second option for Winston. And Cook can be that second option and also be a boost in the run game. So that was. That's where I was at. Well, I guess going back to like uh, the impact player thing. I mean, Doug Martin's still there, right? So, yeah. Is do you guys see Cook like coming in and taking over? Are they gonna split? Are they? I mean, I I don't see. I, and and I'm the like I said, I I picked McCaffrey, so I picked McCaffrey f- because I feel like he's a little bit of a different running back, and he fu- he kind of actually fits that third down running back position better um <clears throat> but it's interesting that you guys are high on dalvin cook and I, I just think that martin's still there are they gonna do you guys see them splitting or do you think cook's just gonna come in and sort of take the job because we've seen it in the past where a rookie can come in and take over the job or they can come in and they can sort of fizzle out in the first year or two right. <clears throat> so which uh, way do you see it going i, I feel guess? like I feel like it'd come out, maybe start out the season as a split just to get Dalvin Cook his feet in the water and uh, get that, start out like that. And uh, I feel like maybe first like eight weeks of the season will be a split, but maybe Dalvin Cook will take over by the end of the year. And Doug Martin's been injury prone in the past. He's missed the whole season the one year and missed a few games over the year as well. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a shift now because the Falcons proved with Tevin Coleman and uh, what's his face, Devontae um, Freeman, Devontae Freeman, that you can definitely have two backs, uh, you know, two backs in the backfield and be productive with both of them. So yeah. I think that you know Tampa, if, if the, with Cook, you know, they could kind of do that same thing where. You know, maybe you see Freem or Doug Martin on, uh, you know, one and downs one and two, and then 
bring in Cook for three and four and five, and then bring back Martin in for six and seven, mm. because they both kind of have those characteristics that it doesn't. They're not necessarily a third down back anymore. They can sort of serve the role of whatever down it is. So they might yeah. be, you know, Tampa might be looking at mimicking what Atlanta did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, especially with them splitting carries all season long, maybe down the stretch too, they'll have they'll be less beaten up and have more energy and still have be at 100% at the end of the year, too. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it doesn't hurt having two, if, well, I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt having two guys unless that, unless you have two guys like, that are playing quarterback, because then if yeah. you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Yeah, exactly. You never know, one hit could change a season for anybody. One injury, you never know. That's right. Um, so we ran through just about everything any any other player you want to head on and maybe didn't even make your your mock draft you think could still make an impact or um uh, that's, that's about it i think we covered everything uh look out for where patrick mahomes goes i got him at 27 <laughs> to kansas city but he could go in the top 15 or second round but he ain't gonna be an impact player this year he's gonna be a project so Watch out for Patrick yeah. Mahomes. All right, and who's your boy you shouted out for for next year's draft? Uh, Josh Allen, Wyoming. Top five <laughs> pick. <laughs> All right. We'll make note of that. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, man? Not Whoa. much, not much. <laughs> Sorry about the on? difficulties we had. Hey, no worries. We got past it. No worries. Had to come into work. We got to figure it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you want to just have me run through my top ten, or what do we, what do we got going on? Here? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just going to start it out. I started with everybody else's. Um, all four of our mocks had uh, Miles Garrett and Thomas going one-two. Um, I, I don't I mean, see I, how I mean, they don't go one-two. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that seems to be the consensus if all four yeah. of us take that. So, And uh, I don't see how it's not Fournette or Adams going three and four uh, there's just no matter I, I, I don't know i think you're the only one who doesn't have at least running back safety or, or whatever doesn't even matter but it's it's just consensus that jamal adams is going to be a top four pick uh to whoever um that's kind of that from i was doing a little bit of research and kind of looking into it apparently san diego wants hooker adams real bad willing to move up so i think that's one thing that san diego's just going to say you know we have a defensive line we have a quarterback willing to win. We just have no back end. So I think they're going to just say, let's screw it and try and move up. And Jacksonville's made it no secret they're willing to move back. Tennessee's made it no secret they're willing to move back. And I think New York Jets are just saying, we're just going to blow all the smoke. We're going to draft a quarterback, all this. And they're not – I don't see the Jets, why they'd even bother drafting a quarterback. They're not going to be able to stop any team on defense. They're not going to be able to do anything. Like, what's having another quarterback? <laughs> I mean – I I know why they draft another quarterback because they're a poorly run franchise, and that's the third time I said it today. That's the only reason why I see them taking a quarterback, and I mocked them to pick Deshaun Watson. And that's not to say that Deshaun Watson isn't a bad quarterback. It's just that that's what the the Jets have so many other needs, but they're such a poorly run franchise that that's the reason they're going to take a quarterback. So that's why I have them mocked. To yeah. p- but I totally agree with you that it should be a defensive player, and it's just it's not going to be. I, I can't see them doing it, even though uh, Luke said earlier that he liked Hackenberg, and Vince obviously likes Hackenberg. But I just I just think that that's the Jets' 
MO is let's make a terrible draft pick. And I think that's the same for the Browns. They're just lucky they have number one, and everybody in the world, like you said, is saying take Miles Garrett. They they cannot move. They cannot mess that up. I honestly, I work in Cleveland, and there's still people that are connected with the franchise that are saying that Trubisky being going number one isn't out isn't out of the question yet. And I still and, don't get that. Well, I and, don't understand that. <laughs> for the same reason, they're a poorly run franchise, and they're they would. My guess is, if they pick Trubisky at number one, it's because they're scared that they can't, they couldn't trade up to get him again so i feel like they would just be it would be a scared move but i was reading the thing off um was it espn and they were doing their top uh you know top 100 draft things and you know trubisky's i'll read it again is a little bit scary if i were taking him and it says uh he will almost certainly be a first round pick and many teams believe he will go in the upper third of the opening round he has big-time potential, but started only one season for the Tar Heels and will need more time to develop than he's likely to be afforded. And then here's the real kicker. He doesn't always feel the rush, and that will lead to mistakes in the NFL. He doesn't always feel the rush. That's a terrible thing for a quarterback in the NFL, especially on the Browns. I mean, why would you I, – if I were them, I would not take a quarterback. But I don't yeah. think – but, again, I don't think any of the quarterbacks in this – draft our impact quarterbacks yeah and i think one thing with the browns i don't if you have three of the first 33 i don't know why in this draft you're not just drafting three defensive players you have no defense you don't have a cornerback other than joe hayden you don't have a safety you don't have a defensive end so you can gra- get your defensive end you can get your safety and you can get your cornerback like if marlon humphrey's still there at 12 and you're not gonna move i don't understand he's the fastest strongest other than Marshawn Lattimore, and he doesn't nearly have the injury prone that Lattimore has. He's a home run at corner. And then if Obi Melawanfu falls to you, or you have Marcus Williams sitting there at 33, I don't understand why you don't just nail your three defensive needs right there in the first 33. And you probably have two of them are going to be Pro Bowlers within the next three years, if not all three. I just don't understand what they're why they don't try and nail all three. You can get Josh Dobbs in the third or fourth round. It's not like you don't have like 60 picks in the first three rounds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I just don't get what they're doing. And yeah. that's why they're as bad as they are for so long. Yeah, that's an interesting um, strategy. You know, solidify the line, solidify the defensive back, and then solidify either another defensive back or any other defensive position. I mean, they have those three picks. That'd be the way to do it. Um, I think you have Fournette as high as any other running back. Luke has him at four, but um, what do you what do you like about him compared to the other two top? I don't or two or top three. I, I know I know you're high on Mixon too. But. I I have if I was rating the running backs, I would actually have McCaffrey one, Mixon two, Dalvin Cook three, and Fournette four. I just think the Bears are that stupid. I think they're <laughs> getting this hype of Fournette and they're going to say well we have a good defense line it's either Jamal Adams or Fournette the fans want us to take Fournette because we can't do anything on offense so I think they're just going to do something dumb it's kind of like how he was talking about with the Jets I just I just think they're that dumb that they'll take someone that high I mean I do not like Fournette he can't break a tackle if he's not running over and that's not going to last in the NFL but we'll see what happens that's interesting see I, I, I don't I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about anything. McCaffrey can break tackles if he's not running you over. 
I mean, I, I just don't. I, I see, I see Fournette being a better back than McCaffrey, and so I I'm, I'm interested. McCaffrey's definitely going to not really be a, a running back. He's going to be split out so much that it's he's kind of be that hybrid back to where he's catching 50 balls, 60 balls a year to where he's really not even a running back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're going to play him so much to where he technically is. But no, That's know. a fair point. Danny Woodhead-esque. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> not really a running back, you know, 10 carries at the most, but he's going to be looking at seven, eight receptions on a good day. But... The one guy that I really like, and from what I've been reading with McShay and these guys, is Hassan Reddick is shooting up the boards. Like, uh, it's either Mayock or one of the guys this morning was saying that they've heard that even top 10, which you haven't heard all, you know, he was a third rounder going into this year. So it's crazy how much he's shooting. Yeah, he's the Temple outside linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, he's a. Is he, a, is he have a position, or is he going to be a tweener, defensive he, end, outside linebacker? He's he's four three outside, and then he said that they're like a three four hybrid. He's going to be standing up on the outside, but he's more of going to be the guy dropping in coverage, kind of like the weak side and the three four outside backer. Um, if we have him with the Cardinals, that'd be a good fit yeah. in their scheme. So. Yeah, <clears throat> I I mean I agree with you. Uh, I actually have him. I think I'm the highest on him. I had him going eleven to the Saints. So I'm interested. You know, was, that's interesting to hear you say that because I didn't realize anybody was going to have him that high. But you only you only have him going two spots lower to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. and I think you're going to see a huge run on tight ends at some point in time in the draft. Tight end is so loaded, it's not even funny. Just I'm just scrolling through our drafts, and I think all of us have at least two, if not three, tight ends in the first round. I think I settled with the one, but I almost uh, snuck that Miami guy in, yeah. too. Oh, you should it, have. It, it all depends, really, what the Giants do. The Giants don't have a tight end. They just have that one random guy that catches a ball every now and I can't even think of it. Uh, What's his name? Will Ty or whatever his name is. doesn't yeah. matter. That I random. Think, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go, like, Evan Ingram or... I well, they still have Donald, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Even, yeah, they do have Donald. Yeah. I mean, unless gotta, his contract was up, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, I mean, their defense is so solid. I just don't know. I mean, you can go power back, which a lot of people have tied him with uh, that P. Ryan going in the second round of them, that uh, Samaj P. Ryan from Oklahoma, the power back. Because Paul Perkins, I mean, you can't go with another fast pass <clears> receiving <throat> back. It would be kind of pointless for them. But who knows? <laughs> um, who? Uh, yeah. I, uh, well, I asked this question to everybody so far, and it's about uh, my wild card I had in my in my mock draft, and that's uh, Jabril Peppers. I couldn't find a home form. I finally settled on, on a home form, but just with the – I mean, he's obviously a freak athlete. He can play in college all over the field, but I, I don't know. I just didn't know what to do with him, and i just been asking everybody's opinion on, on where he's going to go and how he's going to do in the, in the NFL. You know, that was one person. I think you definitely have to play 3-4 to have him. I think he's going to be your definite middle. He's going to be your, your nickel corner in that situation if you're on a 3-4. Because I have him going to Pittsburgh, and the way I see them using him is they have a real need for inside linebacker. They have a real need for outside linebacker. And they don't have anyone to cover anyone in the slot. So 
with Jabril, he's so much of a freak athlete. He can cover anyone. doesn't matter if he's on the inside or the outside. So that kind of fills that need. But he's such a good tackler, and he's so athletic. You can put him in the middle. You can put him on the outside at linebacker and stay in your 3-4 base. And you can shift into a nickel situation. I mean, he's just going to – I could see the Cowboys taking him. I could see the Packers taking him. The Chiefs could take him. There's so many teams that are so old at linebacker, don't really have a nickel corner that are really good teams. Um, I mean, Christ, the Texans could take him. I mean, there's so many good teams that could take him right in that 22 to kind of 30 range. He's not going to make it past Pittsburgh from what I've read out of Pittsburgh, but then again, if he's even there. there I, I mean, the one guy that I really, really like, and I, I think T's the only one, Obi, I brought him up. Uh, I think you're the only one that has Obi in their draft going to the Raiders, I believe. T, is that correct? Yep. Yeah, and I and I think just touching back on preppers, uh, I know I don't know if you were on when we were talking about him with Luke or not, but uh, I sort of said the same thing that you did. I, I feel like I have him going to the Cowboys, and but I feel like he's not passing Pittsburgh, and the reason for that is I think he's they've been searching for that Paul Amalu guy, and he is that he is that type of player that. You know, he could line up at linebacker one day or down number one. He could come up to the line and blitz. He could come up to the line and drop back. He could just drop back. I mean, he's that kind of player, and he's not passing the Steelers. If I think that he's pro- he's probably the Steelers' number one pick if they have a chance to get him. And I and they don't move up in the draft, so they would never trade up for him. But if he's not passing number thirty if they get a chance to pick him. But uh, on Ob. I, I just feel like that's the, you know, old school Raiders would pick him even if he was the worst rated player because of, you know, his measurables were so good at the combine. And I just think that they're still in that same mold and they're willing to take, you know, a chance on a guy who has like a 44-inch vertical and, and is just a freak athlete. So I think that's why you'll see Obi come off the board at the Raiders. But they could easily, But the Raiders could easily take Peppers too. You know what I mean? I think one of those two guys is going to go in that sort of, you know, 22 to 32 range, and I don't think either one of them are going to fall out. Now, obviously, like you were saying, OB, I was the only one with OB up there, but <clears throat> he could he could fall out to 33 or 34, but I would be surprised that if Peppers was off the board, if it came up to the Steelers and they didn't take OB. I just I would be very shocked if they didn't do that. <clears throat> no, and I completely agree. Kind of like what you said. The last time the Steelers have ever traded up in the draft, they drafted Paul Amalu. I think that was in 2003. And they're kind of a similar situation. They were way back, and they dri- they jumped up way up. I think they moved up to, like, in the teens to get Paul Amalu from – they traded with the Chiefs, I remember that. But it, I agree, couldn't agree more. I mean, if, if you have the Cowboys taking Peppers or whoever, ex-team taking Peppers – uh, Pittsburgh's going to take Obi. There's no way they don't. And they could go tight end. They could go any number of ways. I mean, they need so much help on the defensive end. There's just so many holes for such a good offense. It's kind of embarrassing that it's that they got to this point where their defense just is like Swiss cheese. The only guy I really – I think the best slot corner in the drafts, Jerry on Conley, and he might be a third-rounder now. So, I mean, that's – I like Kevin King. He's long. He's fast. He's kind of like Marlon Humphrey. Um, I just think cornerback's so loaded this year. I mean, if if I'm Cleveland and I'm sitting at 52 and you still see Jerry and Conley on the board, you got to take him. You can't 
because if you do something stupid like drafting a quarterback, <laughs> and, or especially trading up to draft a quarterback, I mean, if you do something like that and you still see Jerry and Conley, whether it's your first pick in the third round or your 52 in the second round, you got to take him. I mean, he's the best player available, and I mean, you, I think you just got to do it. But other than that, I think I think I don't really have any opinions. T.J. Watt's going to be a Cowboy or a Packer. Other than that, not really many two guys. I like a whole heck of a lot that don't play safety or cornerback. Uh, who's your who's who's your favorite team? I'm a Steelers fan. You oh, know it, though. okay. So yeah. you you've already kind of covered what they were going to do because I think we were asking everybody, right, Vince, who their team was and yeah, yeah what they I'd see like happening. Yeah, I'd like to get you know I'd like to get your input on on obviously your favorite team. I know Luke ran down um, what they should do in in the you know second third later round. So if you want to do that, yeah. what you think the Steelers should do, or what what you think you should do, or what or what you want them to do? I mean, two could be two different things. Um, what I think they will do is you're going to see them go uh, Jabril or Obi at thirty, and they could do an, actually a variation of things. I wouldn't be surprised to do Zach Cunningham kind of undersized middle linebacker from uh, from Vanderbilt. He's kind of like a Ryan Shazier. He's a little underweight, fast. Um, the only thing about Cunningham that I think they wouldn't take him is he's prone to missing tackles, which I'm not a real big fan of, especially in Pittsburgh. Um, but that's another thing. When it, I mean, if you see Conley, at, what are you, second to last in the, or third to last in the second round, if Jaron Conley's still on the board, I mean, what do you have to lose? I mean, you don't have a slot corner, so you have to take him. That's saying if you haven't taken Jabril, Prep, Jabril Peppers. Um, but I think they'll do a three defensive players, one, two, three. I would like to see him snag Chris Godwin just being a Penn State fan, but <laughs> who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, they, they need some probably throwing another offensive lineman at any position, really. They, they just need, like, another tackle. Um, but definitely outside linebacker, inside linebacker, and in that slot corner is what they need to fill. Um, you kind of segued into my next question. Uh, we're obviously Penn State fans, and you mentioned Godwin. And I was reading today, I think they have like seven or eight guys in the draft, but maybe two guys realistically with a chance to go in the middle rounds. Um, Godwin and who's the other one? Sickles. Sickles, yeah. Um, I was actually going to set think? the... I was going to set a number for you, over under two and a half players drafted. Uh, I'd go over. Um, I mean, Marty got drafted that year he had when he his knee was blown out, and That's I think true. Brandon Bell can get drafted. Brandon Bell just ran so slow. That was the only thing that I think detracted from him. He's such a freak player. Like, It's kind of one of those players that he's he didn't even bench that. I think... Godwin got one more up than him, or he tied Godwin in the bench. I can't even remember, but it was like he only benched like 18 or 19 times. So it wasn't even like he showed a whole lot of strength, but he's just one of those players that has a knack for the game and just can flat-out ball. But, I mean, other than him, Malik Golden might be just the only other one that might get snagged in the seventh, but um, maybe Brian Gaia in a seventh-rounder. But, I mean, if they get three or four, I wouldn't be surprised, but... um, yeah, they're all, I mean, it's only going to be, Sickles, from what I've read, is anywhere from 5th to 7th. He's kind of not done a whole heck of a lot for himself coming out early, and his body of work isn't that great with his intangibles. But um, I guess next year, we're going to be loaded up next year, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I can segue into 
kind of where, where Luke led us in his, his chat. He threw out Wyoming quarterback as a player rush in 2018. And I'm going to throw out a player for you, and you can name anybody else as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaquan Barkley, um, you think top 10, top 5, where do you think he'll be at when um, rolls around? If he has any sort of good year with no injury, and I mean like just break 1,000 yards, just do something to keep yourself relevant. I mean, that 200-yard game he had against that ridiculous Ohio State as a true freshman, I mean, his big games are just absurd. What he did against USC last year and, and kind of a couple guys on that team that I haven't don't even have my draft, like a Dory Jackson who got hurt in that game. But, I mean, he was blown by a Dory who ran like a 4-4. And that video that came out of him running a 4-3-4 in, in just a Penn State workout is pretty crazy. So I, I see him top five, the highest. I could see him going to seventh if he just has any relevance of a good year. Um, but the guy I really like a lot, and I know we talk about him a lot, is – is Marcus Allen, and he was going to be a second-rounder. And uh, as this year, he was the third-rated strong safety um, pre-combine. Obviously, he didn't go and all that kind of good stuff. So he still has a year to work out and get faster, stronger, all that kind of stuff. But other than Marcus Allen and Saquon, I mean, they got some some good stuff going on. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot about Marcus Allen, but, yeah, he's uh, probably a typical defensive back now. Are you, is there anybody outside of – of the Penn State world that you want to uh, shout out? You know, Sam Darno is just going to be the man next year. If he's not the first one taken, I just don't know what you're doing. Can he's, he ca- can he come out? Yeah, he's a redshirt sophomore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be the first He'll be the first pick. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. who was it? Um, someone was just talking about him yesterday on Mike and Mike that they had him rated as the number one quarterback this year with one year of work. He was high, rated higher than Trubisky, which – I mean, Trubisky threw forth 4,000 yards, and we all know that's kind of stuff. But um, a lot of those guys just talk about how strong his arm is, like stronger arm than guys like Andrew Luck and stuff like that, which is crazy. So he kind of has that Pat Mahomes rocket and just prototypical quarterback. You'd be surprised at how far a quarterback can fall from grace from one year <laughs> to the next. Yeah, Hackenberg. I mean, <laughs> I, I remember uh, Mel Kuyper saying when Alder obviously I picked it, Hackenberg was a – future number one overall pick and then obviously the coaching changes and O'Brien left them and everything kind of went downhill after that but yeah T's right you never know what can happen in a year but the guy does look like a a lock for number one overall as far as I mean I watched him play one game so I don't have a lot of game footage on him but he tore it up in that one game yeah before I put myself on mute and kind of sit back um I just want to get your quick thought on uh on Hackenberg I think he's and he's all everything but done there at the end of the year, they were talking about. I was reading an article where it was a guy close with the Jets was saying that he couldn't even hit the broadside of a barn. They got to the point where they just stopped practicing him. So, well, it, this goes for any quarterback in his position. It, they don't, as far as the collective bargaining goes, they don't get any reps. So the off season will be when he can make his biggest stride if he shows up to camp and he's on target. He knows the playbook, all that kind of good stuff. So this this. Uh, you know, this offseason is going to be it for him and the Jets anyway. I mean, it, if if your coaching staff doesn't believe in you, you're not going to be successful. I mean, that goes to Johnny Manziel and his coaching staff in Cleveland, and that goes to any other quarterback and coaching staff. Um, Hackenberg developed bad habits when O'Brien left him, and I don't know. Maybe he can correct them. Maybe he can't. But I don't know. This this will be the make or break here pretty much. I mean, he'll, he'll float around the league if – if he can't figure it out or he'll 
he'll start for a couple of years if he can figure it out. Um, and I, I haven't pointed out yet, but we do these mock drafts because we we do it like kind of like a like a Super Bowl poll sort of thing. We get we have a point system. Uh, you get a point for the correct player taken, the correct team picking, and the correct position picked. I like I like that pick. So like, if Garrett goes to the Browns. At number one, you'll get three points because you got Garrett right, uh, the team right, the Browns, and the position right, defensive line. So just to make fun out of uh, something that's already the the best night ever, we just had that little wrinkle into it. And I'm, like I said earlier, I'm going to try to put these up on our Twitter. Everybody's mock draft on our Twitter. Um, so follow our Twitter at ch79pod. Oh. Miles Garrett's going to go number one, but he shouldn't because he's lazy as shit. And uh, the best quarterback in the draft is Deshaun Watson, no question about it. Mitchell Trubisky, he doesn't have enough experience. He only has 13 games. I wouldn't touch any other quarterback besides Watson and Brown. Um, Christian McCaffrey is going to go ahead of Leonard Fournette. I think someone's going to trade up for McCaffrey. If they don't, he's going to go to the Jets at 6. And then Fournette will probably go to the Panthers at 8. Also, watch out for the Panthers trading up to uh, maybe 5 to jump the Jets and get McCaffrey. I think they McCaffrey will fit their offense better. Uh, Fournette, I'm not a huge fan of Fournette. He needs a run in the eye formation. He's kind of like Peterson. If he's in the shotgun or pistol, I don't think he's going to be that great. Uh, Got to watch for is Derek Barnett. I think he's the best edge rusher in the draft. He can go anywhere from, I'll say, 7 to the Chargers to uh, maybe 11 to the, the Saints. Also, everyone's saying the Browns are going to trade up for Trubisky. I'm not buying it. I think they're going to stay put. Uh, I think they're going to take Garrett first overall, but if they stay at 12 and Derek Barnett's there, I wouldn't be surprised to match them two up. They'd have two top-notch DNs. Well, Garrett's supposed to be, but I think Barnett will be. And if they match those up, they'll be nasty. Um, Also, I've seen today the Colts are trying to trade up for McCaffrey. Don't see it happening, though, since I think he's going to go so early. Um... And later in the draft, I think the actually I think the Colts I think offensive linemen are going to go early. I think there's going to be a run on them starting at nine at the Bengals. I think they'll take that uh, kid out of Wisconsin, Ryan Ramchek, and then the Colts will continue it with taking Forrest Lamp in their first round. Uh, then down to the Texans. That's probably the next most interesting spot. Uh, not sure where they'll go. I don't. Watson might fall to them, but if he does, I think they'll take him. If not, they'll probably go offensive line if there's anyone there. Um, I think only two quarterbacks will go in the first round. Everyone's saying there's going to be two, three, four quarterbacks. Mahomes is not going to go in the first round. He's he's from Texas Tech. They don't do shit. They're in a 
spread offense that he throws a deep pattern and that's it. He won't come out to nothing. Now for my favorite team, the Packers. I'm not sure whether well they're they're gonna go. They signed a Jari Evans today, a guard, so that takes uh offensive line out of the question. So they could go running back, maybe Dalvin Cook if he falls that far. Uh Alvin Kamara is a name to watch for there. And one guy I would like them to take is Joe Mixon. I'm all all about him. I don't I know it's terrible what he did, but I'm taking him any day. He's the next Le'Veon Bell. When he runs for 1,000 yards and catches 500 yards, has 10 touchdowns, he's, no fan's going to care about him, his past. Also, uh, those are just the running backs to watch for at the Packers spot. Some cornerbacks look for Trendavious White from LSU. Uh, he fits their style. He can play inside and outside. Also, Kevin King from Washington. He's a big cornerback. I would love if they could take him. Um, there's also the kid from Colorado. Uh, Azubi, I think his name is. He's another big-time corner. And that's what the Packers need also. One other position they need is uh, outside edge rusher. Everyone's mocking T.J. Watt there. Oh, I pray to God he's, they don't take him. There's no reason they should take him. He's All he is is his brother's last name. I don't want him. Uh, gotta watch is Charles Harris. And my surprise pick that I'm going to actually have them taking in my mock is Tyus Bowser out of Houston. It's a guy nobody's mocking to the Packers, and that's usually who they take is people people that no one knows about. It's either going to be him or Takaris McKinley from UCLA if he's there. So I'm going to say Tyus Bowser is going to be their pick. McKinley's not going to fall to him. Cook's not going to fall to him. And Joe Mixon, they may try to trade up in the second to actually uh, to actually draft him. Um, then uh, the Steelers, I don't really give a shit what they do. Uh, I hope they take some bum that doesn't pan out. And hopefully it ruins their franchise. Uh, then the Saints... Everyone's putting the quarterback there, but they need want to win now. I think they'll take, they could take Barnett at 11 and then look for maybe a Dory Jackson to go to the Saints at 32. Uh, Jackson also, he is another sleeper that can go in the top 20 that nobody is talking about. The kid's an unreal athlete. He just missed the Olympics last year, and I think he, uh, he might be a surprise to go in the top 20. Uh, then in the second round, uh, I think there'll be a big a lot of run on running backs, and this is when the quarterbacks will start going. Uh, if Watson somehow falls to uh, the second round, watch for the Jaguars. Jaguars are supposedly in love with him, or they could trade up into the bottom or bottom of the first to take him if he falls. The Davis Webb is another name to watch. He's played one year at Cal, but some reason people love him. And uh, I think he'll go early second. 
Uh, second round for the Packers, I'll say they'll either stay put or they're going to trade up, maybe for Mixon. If they stay put, look for Sidney Jones from Washington. He's the kid that tore his Achilles, but he's supposed to be back in four to six months, and he was the top corner on the board uh, before the, he got injured. Anyway, another name they could they could go wide receiver in the second round also if somebody falls maybe Juju Smith Schuster and then if they don't take a quarterback in the second round I'm gonna look for James Conner mid rounds he'd be a perfect fit there get the big back and then you still have Ty Montgomery coming out of the backfield for third down or catching a ball anything so that's my outlook on the Packers draft. Uh, Dory Jackson, watch him. Watch for him. I'm, I'm saying maybe top 20. If not, he's not going to fall past 32 in the Saints. McCaffrey, that's my number one. That's my guy. He's going top five, top six, I'll say. He'll go ahead of Fournette, and he'll have a better career than Fournette. Sean Watson's the top quarterback. Wouldn't touch anyone else. All right, oh, so Jabril Peppers. Um seen a lot of people like him on offense. Actually, he played running back in Michigan a little bit. Uh, he's kind of a tweener on defense, but that's kind of what, how the NFL is going. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Green Bay would take him. Uh, Green Bay or the Steelers. I've seen the Steelers like him because of his versatility. Uh, Green Bay, the Packers lost Micah Hyde, so he might go there and have a like a safety linebacker role. I think he's going to end up as a as a linebacker, a nickel linebacker, or a dime linebacker, and then he'll be able to fall back in coverage. I think he, he'll be a like a Dion Buchanan from Arizona. He's a solid player, but nothing special like he was in college, nothing like Jabril was in college. And if he goes to the right team, uh, they could put him on offense for a few trick plays, maybe like the Chiefs or something, someone like that. Um, that diluted sample, I don't can't believe anybody. I don't understand what these guys are doing. Him and Reuben Foster, I don't understand it. And if they if there's that stupid to smoke weed before or do anything before the combine, I wouldn't even touch them. But I think he'll be a. I think Peppers will be a decent pro, nothing more than a Dion Buchanan uh, with the Cardinals. All right, 2018 NFL Draft. Everyone's saying it's the quarterbacks. Wait for next year's class. It's the same crap they said last year when Wentz and Goff went one and two. Everyone was saying, oh, nobody should trade up because Deshaun Watson next year. Well, now the time's here, and everyone's saying, wait till next year. Next year's quarterback class. Crap happens every year. Sam Darnold's played, started like 10 games from in the USC. They think he's going to be the next freaking Tom Brady. I, I'm i not going to buy into that. Uh, I guess we'll see this year. He's a redshirt sophomore. Uh, he, might be, he might be the next Tom Brady, but yeah, I guarantee he'll have too much pressure on him. USC will lose a few games early, and then everyone will forget. Everyone will say he's a bust. Then you got the kid from Washington, Jake Browning. Uh, he got tore up by Alabama. I don't know why anyone's excited about him. Deshaun Watson goes and 
destroys Alabama's D two years in a row on the biggest stage, and he's he might fall out of the first round. But yet Jake Browning next year is supposed to be great. Uh, there's a couple other quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson from Louisville. I'm not buying into that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch him. He can't throw the football well. Uh, Michael Vick, I know Vince would get mad at that, but Mike, he, <laughs> that's <laughs> Lamar Jackson isn't even going to come close to his ability. Um, to the running back class, Saquon Barkley, I'm sure everyone's talked about him. He's pretty nasty. He can catch the ball, run the ball, do whatever. He can be a top back in the league. Um the kid that went back to Oregon is also going to be a top running back, Royce Freeman. Uh, look for him to do big things this year. He was hurt all last year, had a down year, uh, decided to stay in school, which was smart because it's a deep running back class this year. And uh, watch for him to do big things. I'm going to, this dude ain't draft eligible, but watch for Lamont Wade, Penn State. Uh, kid's going to start as a fr true freshman. He looks pretty nasty in the spring. This winter, he uh, early enrollee went into school, ran like a four, a four eight or something, or a four seven forty. By the end of spring, uh, by the end of winter lifting, he uh, got down to a four four. So watch for him this year as a surprise player from Penn State. I know uh, he'll be in the defensive back defensive backfield with uh, Marcus Allen. I think that's his name, the safety. He's going to be the top safety next year, probably a top 10 yeah. pick. Not sure when the last Penn State player was a top 10 pick. So uh, Penn State's going to have Saquon Barkley and Marcus Allen next year. They're both going to be possibly top 10 picks. So that's going to be interesting from Penn State. Uh, I'm excited for the draft. I'm going to try to watch draft day tomorrow. Uh, the Browns are probably, they might pull a Sonny Weaver. They might take uh, Miles Garrett and trade up and take freaking uh, Trubisky if they think that's what Sonny Weaver would do. I mean, they got to try something. Uh, all right, my Twitter name is tpadasak2, uh, T-P-A-D-A-S-A-K, 2, and then... Uh, follow me. I'm going to post some good insight on the draft tomorrow night. Uh, keep everyone updated. I'm going to start using it more to get my opinion out there. This podcast and Twitter going to make us famous. We're going to be, we're going to be the next ESPN. We won't be firing people. We'll be hiring those people. That'll be working for us even though we got better insight than most of them. That's it. I'll see you guys next week. Job. Yeah, he did really good for not having an uh, interaction. A lot of insights. I liked his Penn State insight, obviously, because I'm a Penn State fan. Nice shout-out to Lamont Wade. Um, nice shout-out to Marcus Allen, who I didn't know got a lot of love outside of my immediate circle, but that's nice to see. Um, good insight for his Packers. Just a good job, just kind of winging it on his own. That was good. We'll get him some mic next week, and we'll hit him up. Um, like I said, after everybody else's spiel, I'll try to put the mocks up on our Twitter, um, at CH79POD. Um, 
you know, you can play along with our little point system if you're feeling frisky draft night. And I'd like to really shout out to the movie draft day, which has become a little tradition to watch draft day before the actual first night of the draft. Um, but day Mac, no matter what, you can hashtag that. Hashtag channel 79 pod, no matter what. Maybe that'll be the official hashtag for us. The whole thing, channel 79, no matter what. Yeah. Is that like our, is that our motto? No matter what. Use up all their characters. That's right. Um, Troy kind of alluded to being on next week. We'll try to get him on if he has a mic. Uh, maybe he can wrap up the draft for us. We actually have the the Kentucky Derby coming up Saturday. We're going to try to get some of our insiders that are stationed in Louisville to cover that for us. A nice preview of that for us. Um, anything, anything you want to hit on there? T-Bird before we wrap this baby up our first one. No, I just wanted to make one comment uh, because obviously we couldn't interact with Troy, but he mentioned that uh, he could see Tyus Bowers are being picked by the Packers and he didn't see anybody mocking that. I actually did mock that. Um, so I just wanted to make that correction to Troy that I'm with him. I, I, I feel the same way that he does that that's kind of a guy sort of out of the blue, you know, he went to, like Troy said, he went to Houston, and that's kind of like, a, you know, that's the Packers meet right there is some of those, you know, undervalued guys, and, and I think that he would be a good a good fit for them. So, but that's all I got to say. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Avincetail, A-V-I-N-C-E-T-A-L-E. Um I don't know. I post some cool stuff, I guess. Follow me up. Uh, we'll be posting more from Channel 79 Twitter now. So wake up Thursday morning. Um, tune in next Thursday morning for our draft recap with Troy, if he is indeed available Thursday. Or not Thursday, it'll be Wednesday for us. And then we're going to try to get a uh, Kentucky Derby insider on to preview that. And whatever the heck else is going on, we're going to talk about that too. I can't believe it actually happened. Finally got a podcast going. Heck yeah, you can start somewhere, man. I know. I can't I can't wait.